You're listening to the Jabin Chavez Leadership Podcast, a conversation designed to help you define your organizational culture and leadership values. Jabin is a pastor, artist, and highly sought after speaker who has a long track record of growing departments, ministries, and organizations. We know that this podcast will bring value to you as a leader and to your entire team. Okay, so I want to talk um, about this morning, leadership manners, manners, just some things that we're teaching our four-year-old and some things that I think we need. And so what, uh, what is a manner, in case you've never heard this definition, it's a way in which something is done. It's what manners are, a way in which, so it can be done bad, and we would call that bad manners. It can be done well, it's good manners, and so... We have to have leadership manners. So we've talked a lot about culture, obviously. Um, and within every culture are manners. Within every culture are, are attitudes and actions and ways that things are done that define that culture. And so manners are important. And uh, one of the reasons that I wanted to share this with you and then even share this with with the podcast is that I understand that everyone in this room is on their best behavior around me. <laughs> and that scares me sometimes because the way you act in front of me. So then I think, Jesus, what are they doing when I'm not around? So, and, and pastors are listening to this going, yeah, dear God, what is my staff doing when I'm not around? So I want to try to help you think about your manners and how to act around people and how to represent the church and myself. But even more than that, how to just create... Because again, culture's by design, it's not by default. And we've, if you've ever been around churches, you know, enough of them, you, you, you just realize like, wow, how did, this, how did this little thing get ingrained in that church that has become a monster that I don't even, they don't even see it anymore. And again, it could, you know, it could be really positive, or it could be really negative, it could be, it could be sarcasm, it could be no worship, it could be, you know, a, you know, a terrible response to the word and no leaning in the word. So it's like all these things, they just kind of happen. And so, but on the other side of like the spiritual side is also just the manners of like how we, how we treat people, how we treat each other and how we represent the church to the world and how we represent even myself, how you represent me to the people. And so manners really do matter. And so, um, and, and we, Really, hopefully, we get to the point of like we're not at our best behavior in front of certain people, but we're just we're just people, right? And so here's here's number one. Here's the first manner that I want us to pick up. Please, taking notes. Please, we do not demand, but we do ask big with a gracious tone. We do not demand, but we ask big with a gracious tone. So we, we're asking big. We're the church. This is eternal. Souls matter. Life, eternity matters. Like, this is a really big deal. So we're going to ask big, but we ask big with a gracious tone. We don't demand. And again, I think that in so much of our thinking about leadership or even how we've seen church culture, it's like, you know, the, the more platform you're given, the more influence you're given, the more responsibility you're given. Again, we, we, like, we start placing perks on that. And before we know it, 
you know, whether it's in the secular world and it's, you know, celebrity or in the church world, we sanctify it and put, you know, he's the man of God, the woman of God. But we, we never want to lose the humility of a please. We're going to ask big. We're asking people to serve. We're asking people to tithe. We're asking people to, to give up Easter Sunday to serve. You know, we're asking, like, we're asking big. But we do it with a gracious tone, not from you owe me this, but from we get to be a part of something so great. And I think we should do it with a please. And I think when I say please, I'm not talking just about the word please. So don't, you know, don't go so literal. I'm talking about it's a spirit of humility that says we're going to ask big, but we're not making, we're not demanding, but we're asking big for the kingdom and I don't, we, we are indebted to no man, Paul said, except to love one another. So we, you know, the people don't owe us anything. We don't owe the people anything except to love each other. And so there should be a please. There should be a, a something about our tone that um, to me always comes from a place of humility. So we don't demand, but we do ask big with a gracious tone. Number two, thank you. Thank you. These are just little manner words that you got to pick up. Thank you. We honor the gift that is on a person and show appreciation. We honor the gift that is on a person and we show appreciation. We say thank you. Again, not just saying the word thank you or the, you know, the two words thank you. Not just saying the phrase thank you or thanks but truly where your team feels the, pre, the appreciation. And I don't think that showing, it's kind of back to the marriage thing when I was talking about, it's not just what you say, but it's how your spouse hears it. In the same way, does your team feel appreciated? How you communicate that, I'm not totally sure. But I think some of the ways that a team feels appreciated is just by being communicated to, just by the relationship, just by the open door, just by... The text just by the, you know, just by the time given. And so it's not just, hey, thank you for serving. That's important. I think we should, it's literally as simple as that. But then it goes beyond that into just, there is a gratitude. Like, wow, thank you. Wow, that's a big deal. You just gave up your day off while you're, you're coming into the church to help us with this. Like, we, we should never be, it's, again, kind of back to the marriage thing of like, well, yeah, they should. Well, yeah, we should. It's still an honor that people trust us. That's why I always thank people for tithing. I thank them for doing it. They don't have to do it here. Go do it somewhere else. And so thank you. Thank you for for what you've done. And, And we should show appreciation to each other. And then we should thank God for the great people in our church. And we should thank God when we're thanked. We should thank God that we get to be used in this manner. There's an overall gratitude to our ministry, that is not I have to, but it's I get to. It's not okay. Well, I get. I guess I. I guess I will. It's wow. I get to be a part of this. And again, could could all of this be stretched and, and abused at times? Of course, and and some of us have experienced that. But that's not where we're living. We're living in the gratitude. And again, instead of teaching our volunteers, instead of teaching the serve team to be grateful, they should see it on us. See it in us. They should see our gratitude to them and our gratitude to God, which will then make them grateful. They'll, it'll make like, 
oh, wow, this is really cool. Wow, this is kind of a, wow, this is a big deal. Wow, we are serving people. Wow, they are. So there's an, there's an overall gratitude that we live in and that we show to our team. Our team should feel that we are grateful. We should communicate that. Um, we show it with words. We show it with gifts. We show it with time. We show it with communication. Um, and it is some, our people should feel thanked and our people should feel appreciated uh, for what they do in our church. And that, that is never something that we should take lightly. That is never something. This is one of those little things that can happen. This is the thing that always scares me about pastoring is you see churches go into decline. And it's, it's one, of, one of the things would be something like this. They're just waves of momentum for so long that it's like, we don't need you. We don't need you. We don't need nobody. God's going to. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, no, God does use people, huh? Oh, yeah, because we believe that about ourselves. But we ignored it about our volunteers. And you will unappreciate people out of your teams. You will unappreciate people out of the church. Because they go, well, the preaching's good and the worship's good, but you treat me like crap. And I can listen to the podcast later. <laughs> I could stream if I, but I don't have to serve here and put up with this. You know what I'm saying? It's just, we got to show appreciation. This is, a, this is leadership manners. Number three, hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door and open the door. So I'm teaching Goldie ladies first right now. Ladies first. So now every time we get to a door, she goes, ladies first, right, Dad? I go, absolutely, ladies first. When I, when I talk about this, though, I'm not obviously just talking about male and female. I'm talking about uh, David said in Psalm 84, I want to be a doorkeeper in the house of my God. We should be doorkeepers. That uh, This represents a few things. Number one, it represents servanthood. Number two, it represents I go second. It, it represents that, yes, as the staff member or the leader, you could open the door for me, but I'm going to fight you over who opens the door. It's, it's servanthood. It's humility. It's um, a, a servanthood looks like honor. Servanthood looks like honor. Servanthood doesn't just look like busy. Busy is not always servanthood. Busy could just be you're busy. Doesn't mean you're in a servant's heart. A servant's heart looks like honor. A servant's heart looks like, no, I got the door for you. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to hold the door for you. No. We should be fighting over the, the door, the proverbial door, right? We're not just talking about a door. We're, we're talking about a way of where, where you yield, right? You yield to, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, okay. Defer. We, we should live in that spirit we should live where where people again they 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 would feel that more than they would ever be able to articulate it so they would come into the church and they go wow they're just so nice but it's honor well i just felt at home but it's servanthood it's kindness it's there's just this thing that's like yeah no no we defer to yeah no go ahead oh yeah no we're 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 living in that space where we're not trying to be like the two disciples that said, Jesus, we want to sit 
at your right and left. We're, how do we get elevated in all of this? How do I get promotion? How do I? We're not chasing that. We're actually holding the door for others to come in. We're holding the door to a bigger life for people. We're holding the door uh, so that they can get exposure. We're, we're holding the door so that they can see. We're, we're holding the door. We're not shutting the door. We're not only opening the door for us. We're holding the door open for people. Again, this is, this is a mentality that we're living with that is looking servanthood. Again, servanthood, it looks like honor. It looks like honor. And we should be door holders in the house of God. This was David's prayer. I'd rather be a doorkeeper. And so this is what we're... And, and again, sometimes holding the door is preaching and sometimes holding the door is baptizing and sometimes holding the door is helping in the parking lot and sometimes holding the door is running audio and sometimes it... Yeah. it, it manifests in a lot of different ways but the spirit of it is how can i open the doors as wide as possible to let as many people in to what we're doing so they can live a better and bigger life we're door holders hold the door number four is your introduction now this one i want to get a little bit more specific with but the introduction matters. When you enter a room, I mean, I'm talking as specifically as I can. When you enter a room, you should acknowledge people as you enter the room. Hello. Hi. How are you? Look in the eye. Shake somebody's hand. Give somebody a hug. Give them a bump. Do something. There should actually, this is something you have to teach your child, right? Say hi, honey. Say hello. You got you to teach them that. Well, we can actually get out of that as adults. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I see them all the time. Oh, yeah, I see them. Again, not like if it's Sunday, we've already said hi. We don't have to keep saying hi. You know, every time we enter, hi. Again, hey, hey, you again. Hey, it's us. Ah, here we are again. It's not that. But as the day is starting and you're seeing people, as your team's walking in, we're greeting them. Hey, how are you? Oh, we're so excited about today. Wow, thank you for being, thank you for serving today. It's, it's like, it's arms open. It's reach out. When I think of introduction, I think break the ice. Yeah. Teach, be the icebreaker. Be the person to say hello, welcome, how are you? So good to see you. Get the conversation going. Don't wait for your team. Because again, as, as ministers in, like in, in our day and age, we're actually even just teaching people life skills and we're just teaching people. And so you have to just teach them how to, how to do that, how to, how to welcome people and show them your world. Um, make the introduction. On, on Wednesday, a, a guy in our church um, hasn't been able to be in church because of some health issues and he was finally able to come Sunday. And I saw him out of the corner of my eye, but I didn't get to see him um, before or after service. So I text him after church. It's still a point of introduction. I hate that I didn't get to say hi to you. How are you doing? So glad you were there. Oh, pastor, I would never expect that. You don't, we don't, you don't owe us that. It's manners. It's manners. Part of the family. Think, just think that way. Think introduction. Don't ever, don't ever get so busy. If we're if we're too busy to say hello, we're too busy. Even if it's you know, there's times that I'm, 
I'm running and gunning, and it's like, I know I got to get on stage, and I, but I have to use the bathroom before I get. There's literally times with dudes that I'm like, if you want, like, you want to come with me? That's weird, but like, I have to use the restroom. And sometimes they're like, yeah, all right. They, I'm like, okay, here we go. So I'm at the urinal talking to them. But, and other times it's like, hey, I'll see you right after service. I have to use the bathroom. I have to get on stage again. But it's, it's like, it's just making the little acknowledgement so that people feel welcome. People feel that, that they're let into your world, that you're bringing them along. Hey, I got to go run over here. Why don't, hey, just come with me. That's, that's such a great line. Come with me. When you're busy, come with me. Hey, I got to run it over there real quick. You want to, can you just come? I got to run to storage. Hey, why don't you just come with me? Oh, okay, yeah. Just bring, bring people in. Bring, we're talking about introduction. Where people feel, well, no, well, they need to say hi to me. No, they don't. Because we're servants. So we make the introduction. If, if you catch eyes with somebody, never just, like if, if you catch the eyes, catch the eyes and go, Hey, how are you? Hi. Hey, have we ever met? Just go there. Because I, I think, and there's some people waiting for the inner, like they're like, well, we're going to come to this church and let's see what they're really, and you, and you just keep walking. And they're like, yeah, okay, that's kind of what I, no, you just stop. Hi, hey, how are you? How are you doing? You look, you, you're the one looking around and, and you'll notice that nine out of 10 people are like this, but there's always that one person that's like, Well, make the introduction. Welcome them in. Okay, introduction. Number five, knock. Knock. When I talk about knock, we're, we're, we're teaching our little ones, right, that they don't just have ownership. We're, we're teaching them that there's, that there's sacred spaces. You got to knock. Don't just bust into the bathroom, right? That's what we're teaching people when, when we say knock, we're saying, I don't own this space. I'm not in charge. I've, I've been granted stewardship into this space, and I should respect it. This shows humility. Um, it shows that I'm blessed to be in this space, and therefore, I knock. Now, again, I'm, I'm now going bigger picture. The more comfortable you are in a space the more casual you can become and then you could lose the sacredness of it. So like even this church, like it's not, it's not mine, it's God's. I've been called to steward it and lead it, but like I should, again, metaphorically knock. You know what I mean? Like there's some sacredness to the, to the space. There's Now again, even more than that, we're just, we're treating people with some respect. We're not just, we're not just jumping in, but we're, we're showing some discretion. Yesterday, I was at um, a grocery store, and um, while I was there, a woman was, was getting off the clock. And she's, oh, so done with today. Oh, so glad to be. Oh, oh my God. And it's very opposite of this store because this store has the best customer service so she's just she's telling all the employees how she's so done with the day and she's telling all the employees that everyone's like wondering where it was at or what i'm trying not to for the podcast i don't want to like throw it under the bus but uh but it's tj's if that helps tj so but but 
and just and loud and like her whole and I was just like she's she's probably worked here for a long time and this is just kind of her space and it's like yo it's not your space we're still we're here and you're you know and you could tell the people that were kind of still on the clock were like okay well all right have a good have a good night you know oh man what a long day I just I'm just like but you know it can get like that in church right we can just lounge in chairs we just and we're just doing our thing and people are coming in that need Christ and we're just because it's like our house and it's like it's not our house we're all welcome guests into the house and again of course be comfortable in church of all places dear God be comfortable but there should be just a little bit of sacredness like I wanted to tell her like I know you work here and you're comfortable here but this you act this way at the house. You don't act this way at work. <laughs> so there should just should just be a just we knock. We we metaphorically knock. We just we we treat sacred space as sacred space. And when we go into a family's home, even you know you're invited to someone's home. Look around. Are their shoes off? You should take your shoes off. I don't want to take my shoes off. Well, you need to bring clean socks and be prepared to take your shoes off when you go to a family's home. You shouldn't, don't just jump into the fridge. You know, I mean, I'm like being a, you know, you go to someone's house. When the, when the, when the time is up, ask to help. Can I help you with the dishes? Can I take out the trash? What do you need done? We're not just going to bounce. What, these are just little things. Well, they invited us over. I know, but it shows manners. That's all it does. It just shows manners. Do you need help around? You know, we were at um, the Mia house a couple of weeks ago or whatever, and, you know, dishes started getting done. Stuff started, you know, um, Cynthia, the, the uh, mama Cynthia started kind of putting, well, Shannon just jumped right into the kitchen. Hey, what do you need? What can I do? No, 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 no. I insist. How can I help? Just, we're just showing manners. We're knocking, right? We're knocking. We're not just taken over lounging on the couch we're, we're we're just showing some sacredness to their space and then number six is body language this is actually a part of manners so number six is body language we we all have a resting face and the the little kids talk about the resting bee face that sorry if that offended you listening to this but like well, that's just that. Oh, yeah. People always tell me that. Well, stop it then. Yeah, I just always look mad. People always tell me it's hilarious. It's not. <laughs> Fix it. Just don't don't have a, a serious resting face that just makes you look angry. Like that's actually something you can work on. Um, in 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 moments of conversation, when I talk about body language, like there's a posture that you take on in the moment. Right, so um, I was uh, preaching in Tulsa this last weekend, and, and you know I'm the guest speaker. I'm the guy. I'm the you know, well the the a, a, pa- a guest pastor walked in who just happened to be in town and came, and you know another guy that was sitting there just said, hey what's up man welcome you know he just said hi sat down, and I just stood up, and shook his hand, hey so great you just it's just body language just manners. You just take two seconds to get off your butt and say hello and greet. This is body language. It's smile. It's resting face. It's, um, 
hey, we're going we're gonna to meet for coffee. Don't order your coffee and just post up and wait. Wait for them. And then go up to the line together. And it's just little things of it just it shows that that is a a communication that just shows a little respect. So there's times I'll get invited to a meal, uh, you know, like at restaurants that have like a lineup, and I get there and the guy's already sitting there with food. And I'm like, I'm not late. And even if I was <laughs> wait. And then let's go up to the line together. Anna Golden said trash. You know, it's like, for those listening, comment, like just wait and then go up to the line together and then fight over the check, you know? Or, but if it's, you know, if you're buddies, you don't have to fight over the check, but at least like go together and then get the food together. Body language. Because it just, it would, it would just show respect to that person that you've waited and you're not, you know, we're not in a hurry. We're just chilling. And, you know, do you deserve that or do they deserve that? I don't think it's about that. Manners. It's about manners. Right? Does that make sense? It's like, well, I don't, I don't need that, Javen. Well, yeah, I know you don't need that and I don't need that. Or, but again, it's just, those are those little things that creep into the culture that over time, they really can become cancers to a church culture they, or an organizational culture. And... Because everything just gets a little lax. Again, we should have fun. I don't want us on. I don't want you on your best behavior around me. I just want us to all have a good behavior. <laughs> you know, um, language. Don't. And I'm talking about body posture, but now I'm out. But now I feel like I have a number seven. But like just language in general. You know. Don't. Don't. Find the, the line and try to push the line. Live way within the boundary. You know, and don't, we can just look for, how, how much can I cuss? How much can I get away? How dirty of a joke can I tell? How, like, how can I make a little statement here to, like, just don't live in that. If people around you are doing it, they will notice that you don't enter into that. They'll just notice. And again, I'm not talking like we can't be chill around each other. But don't, never let your humor, because I can be naturally funny, but I can also be naturally, I can be pretty rude if I allow myself to, I can be naturally, my wife's not saying anything. I can be naturally sarcastic. I can be naturally, like, so I just don't, I try not to let that come out. And I don't want that to come out. I don't want that to be my, you know, I can just, I can go there so, I'm, I can get really witty and it can get really mean though fast. And so, so I don't, I try to fight that. And I just think a lot of times we're, maybe maybe it's for attention or maybe it's to get a laugh or maybe it's to, so we just keep pushing the boundary. We just don't need to push the boundaries. Let, if other people around you are pushing, let them. And then they'll notice that like, okay, they didn't really go there with me. They'll remember. I promise you they'll remember. If they never say it, they'll remember. And, um, and it, it will go into their mental, you know, into their mental space the next time they hang out with you. And so um, those are just manners, just manners. Don't, no scripture today, sorry. Or maybe I threw a couple in, but, you know, no, no chapter and verse today. Just good little things that keep us so 
darn healthy. It just keeps us healthy. It just keeps it keeps the spirit of the house healthy. And so we have a you know we have a guest in, you know Anna, and she goes, man, it just the culture so healthy. Well, it's it's not healthy because we're just super spiritual people that just speak in tongues all day. It's that we we love God and our neighbor. And we want to show that and we want to express that and we want to take that very, very seriously. In Jesus' name, amen.